I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome to episode 159 of the Cantobite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me, as always, it's my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I am doing good. I'm talking to you. There's football on the TV right now. The score is currently negative eight to seven. <laughs> so it's going great. That is quite you? the score. No, I'm okay. Yeah, I don't have my glasses on. And I, I learned that they put like a dot in front of like who has the ball, which is like genius. But at the same time could be like really confusing for someone like me because, you know, as we discussed right before we started recording, like how do you get negative points in football? I think it should be like there should be like a whole array of punishments for various things. That you lose points for. Yeah. But beyond beyond the impossible football scores, you're doing okay? Yeah, everything's all good. Just, uh, you know, avoiding the fires. You know, I'm avoiding, you know, the Valley Fire, you know, in San Diego. And I'm avoiding the gender reveal fire here in San Bernardino. So, yeah, I still can't believe that a gender reveal caused a massive fire here. That's just bananas. Like... The fascination over the past couple of years with, you know, gender reveal parties, like I, I've, I've never heard of one until like, you know, most recently, I'd say like two to three years. But I just, I, I love the idea of, you know, celebrating that I'm having a child like this is such a beautiful, wonderful thing. But, you know, these elaborate, you know, reveals of, you know, what's my gender or what's my child's gender going to be, you know, from, you know, using animals to, you know, blowing up devices or cars or et cetera, et cetera. I think it's a little overboard. I mean, maybe don't blow shit up. Yeah, just get a fucking cake and just color the frosting and then just open up the cake. And that's that's it. That cake is your child. The purple cake or the pink cake is the child. No, but 
I don't know, just people should be safer and we shouldn't even be seeing people right now. Like it it should have been like a Zoom meeting. Like I, I went to a Zoom gender reveal thing like a couple months ago and it was just, you know, a couple balloons and just, hey, it's a girl. I mean, the whole the whole thing is a goddamn nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But how was your week, Ben? Uh, uneventful. Nothing much going on, which is always good. Since the only thing that seems to be happening during this year is bad things, I'll take nothing happening. Yeah. That's good. Um theaters aren't open near you yet right no. yeah everything's been slowly opening up in san diego and because of that i was able to safely distance and go see a movie by myself basically with just me and carlos and rusty what'd you see tenet What'd you think of it? Oh, it was really good. I really liked it. Robert Pattinson is wonderful. John David Washington is wonderful. I think that's his name. Yeah. I really liked it. It's very long, though, and very confusing. It's one of those movies that you have to see, like, more than once to, like, understand. And, yeah, it was really good, though. No, I really, I really want to see it, but I mean, I mean, first of all, theaters aren't open here, but I don't know. I can't imagine going back to a theater until there's like a vaccine. I think that's just not something I'm going to be comfortable doing. Yeah. I'm, I'm super cautious too. Like with, you know, if there's more than like five people like in my theater, like I just, I'm like, no, I'll go to another one or, um, you know, if downtown Disney says that, you know, there's not there's it's empty, then OK, yeah, maybe I'll go. But yeah, I it's interesting, like what counties are reopening and which ones aren't like mine is completely open. And while Carlos's is still not so it's different, but I don't know, just staying safe is good and social distancing yourself from strangers and from people is good yeah yeah but uh it's been i mean it's been quiet in terms of any like star wars news um, there was the Daisy Ridley interview where she was talking about all the different, like, options for Ray's parenthood that were, like, apparently still an option even while they were filming Rise of Skywalker, which is not surprising when you look at that movie. But also, like, I, I, I do think the one notable thing there is not like, oh, Ray could have been a Kenobi. I think the notable thing there is, oh, Daisy Ridley was openly talking about this on an interview. <laughs> they all just don't care anymore. I love it. Yeah. 
I mean, everybody just seems done. Yeah. My big thing with that interview was that um, the Disney Star Wars haters were seeing that and going back to, you know, at Celebration when Kathleen was saying that this was in the cards for a while for Palpatine to show back up and them being like, how dare she lied to us? How dare she lie to us? Why would she lie to us? And just it's like, God damn it, guys. Like, can we just like take this with a grain of salt here that, you know, uh, this is normal for movies to be like, oh, like maybe we're going in this route. Maybe we're going this route. But also this thing has been in the back of our minds forever. Like I would have think I would have thought it was as equally dumb for Ray to be Kenobi as, you know, Ray being a Palpatine. So uh, I think I think Palpatine is the dumbest, but I think Kenobi is also dumb. But also, her saying they were planning on bringing Palpatine back from the beginning is a lie. Like, there's no way that's actually was true. Yeah. Because they would have set it up in the other movies, and they didn't. Because they that's something they decided at the last moment. Hmm. Maybe then, but I just hate that it adds, you know, fuel to the fire of, you know, the hatred of Kathleen Kennedy from all of these not so nice people but i mean you could say the same about you know like infinity war endgame that you know a lot of things were you know come up with and thought of like last minute and of course in the interviews they're probably like oh yeah we've been thinking about that for years but i don't know i think the difference is how it feels like in the movie yeah like we we know that george changed a lot of stuff around i mean i mean obviously luke wasn't always going to be vader's kid but and and i just talked about this with um with johnny when i was recording the pop culture or the differences i mean a couple differences one like i felt it watching rise of skywalker and that whole trilogy really the back and forth whereas in george's thing i don't think i don't think the movies feel that way like i mean the kiss is a little bit weird but whatever yeah the other thing is like you can do the Vader is Luke's dad because it's not like, I mean, you can make that sudden turn because it's not like the whole first movie is about who is Luke's dad. Whereas this whole trilogy is who is Ray. And if you don't have an answer for that, when that's like the main question you're focusing on, that's a problem. Like if the whole like first, like if a new hope had all been about who's Luke's dad is and George decides in the next movie that it's somebody completely different. Like, that's an issue. But that movie isn't about that. Whereas, like, who who is Ray is a question that comes up repeatedly throughout the trilogy, and everybody had a different answer for it. And building a central mystery around an answer you don't have yourself is a problem. And it's something, like, J.J. does a lot. And it is usually very, very obvious. Yeah, I feel like there were just a bunch of issues in general with this whole, we're going to have different directors for each movie. You know, like they're treating this like it was the decathlon and they're passing the baton to you know each director. And each director was going to do the decathlon, you know, their own way. And I feel like that was so problematic because, you know, you have one movie where you think Ray is someone and then, or like, then you have another movie where like okay ray is no one then you have a third movie where ray is definitely someone and that is why she has all these powers which no like it should have been you know concrete you know ray is 
answer this question. And that should have been something so concrete so that all of these movies could make sense because it's like that meme of the horse where um, the horse is like perfectly drawn like to the half of the body and then like the rest, like the tail on is just like scribbles. Have you seen that meme? Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I don't know, like I feel because Ryan even had said in a couple of interviews that like when he was, doing The Last Jedi, he was told, like, there wasn't an answer to Rey yet, so he could do what he wanted to do. And he set down a definitive path, and then it went back from that even more. So, like, that's that's a big problem. Like, you can have other directors for the different movies if they're all on the same, like, path and wavelength, which obviously was not the case with these movies. Yeah. I don't know. It's very problematic, but I'm glad that Daisy had like a good attitude about it. And of course, like talking about it. And she seemed excited to find out that a Palpatine was possibly going to be her granddaddy. I mean, who knows with stuff like that, but. Yeah. Hopefully they all move on to bigger and better things. I hope so. All right. So what else is going on? I I don't think anything good. Uh, should we talk about Gina Carano? I think we're ready. How she, how she's a huge piece of shit. Her words and her actions have been disappointing to hear and see these past uh, couple weeks. Yeah, so if you're not on Twitter, this was like probably something that passed you by. But uh, she had some weird like anti-mask, let's reopen business tweets and got uh, like really aggressive with people who are calling her out on that. And I, I like, I had never been following her, but I, I had sort I think I muted her at that point. And then there was a bunch of like other stuff and like weird Trump shit and weird anti-trans shit. And then most recently, there was this tweet about uh, because she had been making fun of like putting um, or she had liked a tweet that was making fun of people putting their pronouns and their Twitter profiles, which people do like even like cis people do to show support of trans people because the idea is to try to normalize identifying your pronouns rather than having people assume your pronouns. Yeah. And then the most recent tweet from from Gina was that she had talked to Pedro Pascal about it because Pedro is somebody who has his pronouns and in, in his on his Instagram and stuff and somebody who has been like vocal about his support of the trans community he seems like a really super dude, good dude and she's like oh I talked to him about it and he made me understand like why people do this but I'm still not gonna do it and I I like I but it's like something about like freedom of choice which whatever but then 
her Twitter handle, like instead of, you know, people will have like he slash him slash his. And she put in hers beep slash boop slash beep. And it's just like, go fuck yourself, lady. I just don't understand the insensitivity of it, especially having a conversation with Pedro about it and how she continues to spread hatred. Like, that's so offensive to, you know, a lot of people. And, you know, pronouns are extremely important. And it's something that I've learned, you know, the past couple of years that it's so important to give someone, you know, the correct pronouns or the pronouns that they prefer. You know, if it's he, if it's her, if it's they, like that's so important. And it hurts that she not only doesn't see it like that, but she sees it as a fucking joke. Yeah, it's something that is so easy to do and costs you nothing to if somebody tells you you know, tells you that they prefer he or she or they like that's so like I'm not saying you're never going to forget and you're never going to get it wrong but then you apologize and you do better and like it doesn't it doesn't cost you a thing it's so it's so simple and is like not doing it is hurting somebody else and so I don't understand like why you'd go out of your way to do that but and again here like she could have just like I would have been like okay I mean, you talked to Pedro about it, but all obviously you didn't actually like understand or care. But whatever, if she had just like left it at that, but to, to actively mock it is so shitty. It's heartbreaking for so many people, and just thinking of the fans that she has who you know go by, you know just you know different pronouns and everything and just like seeing that and seeing someone that you love seeing on screen like turn out to not be great Ugh. yeah I'm, I'm scrolling through her twitter right now and I don't know. I've never followed her either, but it's it sucks. And I before she started saying all the transphobic and awful shit, you know, I saw a lot of people, you know, tweet about how you know that she shouldn't be kicked off of the show because of, you know, what she's saying on social media that, you know, we all have you know, freedom of speech to, you know, share what we believe in, yada, yada, yada. But I feel like now it has gone too far. And, you know, that should be a discussion, you know, whether or not this person should still have a job, you know? Yeah. Like, look, look the, the anti-mask stuff I was, I was annoyed by, and I think is, like, it's a, obviously a terrible position to be spreading during a pandemic but that was just like okay i don't like this person kind of thing but the the transphobia like that's that's a very different issue and what i feel 
that that sucks is if she were being. I mean, some as somebody employed by Disney, if she were playing saying openly racist things, I think she would be fired, like within a couple of days. Yeah. And so I, I like I think like this needs to be treated the same way. Like I think she needs to be gone. Yeah. I agree. Like this behavior should not be tolerated. You know, spreading hatred like this is cruel and undeserving of those, you know, who she's aiming it towards. Like yeah, and it's just like like Star Wars needs to be better than this and yeah, yeah, no, you can talk about freedom of speech all you want, but first of all, it, I mean, it's not like a private company firing you is not um, the government saying that you can't say something. And it's just the consequences of your speech. And that, that should be a thing when you're spreading hate. Um, like, I think especially on a, on, uh, in a, you know, a family franchise. Yeah. Yeah, she should know better. And it sucks when people's like true colors come out because it affects so much. And, you know, we have all we, we all thought, you know, finally, like the Mandalorian is something, you know, good. And, you know, all the actors are great. Like Pedro's fantastic. And then you have something like this happen. Like, of course, it happens to Star Wars, where Star Wars has been really struggling with, you know, inclusion and perspectives and just so much. And now this. Yeah, like. Yeah. One of the things that I hate so much is how. Um, that people are apparently like, like people in a prominent position are so comfortable sharing that transphobia like the fact that she's like she apparently not only is transphobic but like just has absolutely no problem with everybody in the world knowing it like that's how little she thinks of it and that's that's why I don't want her to be in Star Wars anymore like we need to like squash that shit yeah, I agree. Like, there's no room for that kind of behavior in Star Wars and anywhere. Like, it's unacceptable and there should be repercussions due to this behavior. Like, it's so ridiculous and unnecessary for her to do that. You know, especially like the her header now. That's hurtful and insulting. Yeah, I mean, th- I mean, that's 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 the big thing is that's just like openly mocking it, and that's awful. But I don't know, like it it sucks because I love the Mandalorian so much, and I actually I really like that character. And look, she's not like the greatest actress of all time, but I think she did like a solid job. And, like, made that character dynamic and interesting. But, 
but not you can't be like that's not a trade-off that i'm willing to make yeah yeah i'm curious to see what lucasfilm will do because of this you know if they'll address this or you know it's gonna get worse like she unfortunately is using this you know attention that she's getting from all these tweets and she's doing more and saying more you know started off with the masks thing and she saw how much attention she got of it and now you know the transphobic comments are coming in like I just don't know what's going to come next and it's going to be hurtful and cruel and it's it's so shitty I feel so bad for a lot of Star Wars fans right now or just like it just a lot of people in general that like her and follow her like and seeing that she's garbage yeah uh it's yeah uh i mean i hope they i hope they do something and i hope they do something quickly me too there's no room for hatred like that in this community or in any community But I don't know. I I sort of like don't have any faith in Lucasfilm or Disney to do anything. But I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm always hopeful, but you know, unfortunately, who knows? Especially with how radio silent they've been. Yeah. And like to have this come like right on the heels of of John's interview. It's a lot of fucked up stuff in Star Wars. It is. It's very depressing. I don't like it. Uh, I'm trying to think if anything if anything good has been happening. Uh, I think that Sims game finally released, and I think that a lot of people are enjoying it. Okay. Um, oh, we got confirmation that Obi-Wan is a limited series, and it's just one season. Where was that? Was that confirmation from Ewan himself? Yes. Hmm. Well, what he said is, as I understand it, it's a standalone season. We'll see. Who knows? So it's planned as a single thing. And it's supposed to start filming in the spring. That's wonderful. So we're still a long, we're still a long way off on that show. Yeah, I like the idea of it being a one one and done kind of thing. Like, as much as I love the character of Obi-Wan, I just feel like we need to elaborate on new stories instead of, you know, stories that we already know. Like, yeah, it's going to be fantastic seeing what Obi-Wan has been doing on Tatooine. 
for 20 years, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm ready for something new and I'm curious to see how different characters are going to be incorporated in this. Like I know that it's heavily rumored that Hayden's coming back as Anakin and know if that'll include flashbacks or if he'll be in the suit. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I think he seems, he seems really happy to be back doing it, which is good. But no, I do, I do think that one season is smart and just get in and tell the story that you want to tell and get out and don't like stretch and pad more than you have to just for the sake of having a couple more years of it. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. I feel like I I always forget that Tamora Morrison is like apparently returning like He's going to be in the Mandalorian, right? Wasn't that like a rumor? I mean, that seems to be the case. But, I mean, that goes along with all the other ones we don't have confirmed yet. I'm just curious if, like, he'll return for Kenobi, too. Because if there's flashback scenes, like, wouldn't you think that they would just have some clones there or something? Like, you would think, right? I mean, possibly. Like, it definitely, I wouldn't be surprised if someone turned up. Yeah. Just all the different scenarios. And it reminds me of that we have The Mandalorian coming up soon, and we still have no idea what that's going to be about. I mean, which is fine. But. It is a little odd that uh, I I know I I personally hate seeing the same people every day be like, where's the trailer? 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 (laughs) Especially like there's this like YouTube channel that like Carlos follows on on uh, Twitter and every single day they ask where the trailer is. And I'm just like, how and why like once you get this trait like it just it, it it'll come it'll come but also it is weird that we haven't gotten one yet like that is odd like i don't think star wars knows what they're doing i mean i don't know what I mean, no they don't i don't know what i'm doing but like i'm a 25 year old lady like i don't think any 25 year old <laughs> lady knows what they're doing but you know a 40 year old business I, th- I think they should know what they're doing or 40 something i don't know 50 40 somewhere between that i'd like a trailer like like i don't think it makes any sense to like tweet at Mandalorian account earning like that like that's not getting you a trailer any faster but I do I do want a trailer that makes me not want the trailer for them that they are tagging the Mandalorian in their post every single day asking where trailer is like I I don't know why that bothers me so much like just like the pettiness like I know I can be petty sometimes but that's just like hey where's the trailer where's the trailer where's the trailer where's the trailer and it's like you don't get a trailer no. Yeah, 
yeah, it's 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 a lot, and just I don't know. I hate fandom in general, so even like the small stuff like that is annoying right now. I hate like aspects of it, like especially that, and yeah, fandom can be interesting. I mean, that's why I, I try to stay off of social media is because just people's true colors show and it just sucks that then like people I don't know just people <laughs> yeah just people suck that's that's a good takeaway I think yeah I don't know well I mean I'm glad that we have some sort of good news this week about Kenobi like great we chose the right time to do a Star Wars podcast you know with (laughs) you must be thriving um, with uh, Johnny at the pop culture hour I mean here's the thing is nothing's like there's not a lot happening there either like just because like production on so many things has stopped but yeah you need to text me when Pappas is on because I really want to ask him about Action Park because Steele told me that he went there and I have a bunch of questions for him after seeing that documentary on HBO okay well I mean I don't know when Pappas is going to be on the podcast so What a man. The man, the mystery, the legend. We should have Johnny on. Okay. We can do that at some point. Yeah, I love Johnny. I hope he's doing well. He is moving house today, actually, like as we record this. Oh, that's stressful. Yeah. Oh, did you see the pictures of the little Babu Freak toy? I did. They were cute. It's very cute. It's the only thing I really like from that movie. And so I keep looking at the little toy. It's very sweet looking. Yeah, I've been seeing that they're having more porgs too. And it sucks because my table space is completely taken by porgs. Like at least like two times a month I have to relocate them so that I have room for my laptop on my table. Like I had a uh, Skype interview a couple days ago <laughs> and I had to take them all off the table, uh, rearrange them. And it, it takes time and effort. It's worth it in the end, but it's like an art project, you know, like every pork needs to, you know, like one of them has to have the Star Wars spelt out hat. You know, one of them has to have the Mickey Mouse ears. You know, one of them has to have a hat. Like it's very strategic and it's very, very long process. So they're like, what are some of the new ones that have come out? Um. Well, I think I saw like some of like the Galaxy's Edge ones like for Target, but I haven't seen any in person yet. 
Let me look online oh, okay. right now, but it's... It's not really a lot, because I think the last Porg that I got was um, the Disney Parks one, where it has a magnet on the bottom, and you can you have it on your shoulder. They've been doing that. There's a Baby Yoda one now that has it. So that's cool. I'd like to get that whenever, whenever I feel safe to go back to Disney because it looks like that they are preparing to reopen. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because uh, they've started putting up roping near the entrance because everything's all blocked off and they have a bunch of signs with, you know, you know, walking and eating, you know, keep a six foot distance. Um, one of the signs like the marquee thing is now on. I think that they're preparing. But I'm not sure how the process was when they were supposed to reopen because I believe a couple months ago they were supposed to, but Gavin Newsom's like, um, no, guys, it's not smart. And they're like, yeah, it's like, you're, you're right. But I still can't believe that Disneyland has been closed for so long. And Disney World is just, you know, over here in Florida, just like, yeah, come on in. Wipe your feet before you come in. You know, take off your <laughs> shoes. You know, don't put your feet on the couch. Uh, no eating on the couch. Um, wash your hands for 20 seconds. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when I'll feel safe to do that or like when the proper time is. Yeah, no, it's 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 hard to know. But, yeah, amusement park is going to be pretty low down on my list of priorities in terms of, like, reopening. Of course. Um, what else has been up? You've been, have you been, like, besides Tenant, have you seen anything cool lately? No. Not really. Drove past Disney the other day. It was cool to be near it. <laughs> cool to be near it. Okay. It's nice to see it, know that it's still there. You know, it just sucks it's not open. You know, it's it's it sucks that a place can can do things to you and you know a place that you know brings you so much happiness and just the fact that it's not open it sucks but it's like I 100% I'm not Gina Carano like I 100% respect the decision of it to be closed still I just I that's gonna be like my response to everything is just I'm not Gina Carano <laughs> like I'm okay with it but it, it does suck and it's amazing that something that used to be like a hobby of mine like just isn't doesn't exist anymore yeah like a a big hobby you know something that you know I I think of characteristics of myself or traits of myself or I think about myself and I think of like Disney you know like in our bathroom right now at home like there's a little chalk painting of um the ghosts from the haunted mansion like there's 
Um, in my backyard, like there's a rock formation of Mickey Mouse. Like I am surrounded by it. It is who I am. And, but yeah, I haven't really done or seen anything else. Um, I went to a museum a couple weeks ago. Okay. It was a Disney museum. It had a bunch of Disney things. Did you see any cool Disney things? Yeah, here, let me look on my phone. Yeah, it was funny. Carlos was supposed to take me for our anniversary back in March. And we finally went, and it was fun. It's it's still trippy that I literally went, like, two whole months without seeing him. Bananas. But, all right, what did I see? Um, all right. It had a lot of, like, artifacts. Like, it had, like, Walt's desk. Like, some of Walt's, like, paperwork. Like, it had, like, the paper that he signed to take the land that was later formed as Disneyland. There was a lot of props for Mary Poppins. Like, her bag was there. Um, a lot of, like, the older movies, they had this these really creepy dolls that here I gotta send this to you that were like really popular um in like the 60s or the 50s and they're like Mickey Mouse dolls but they were like weirdly tall like they were the size of like a four year old oh weird yeah I'm sending it to you right now no I'm not sending it to Anna I'm sending it to Emily send Yeah, it was really cool. It it was nice being surrounded by Disney. I mean, it wasn't Disneyland, but I'm like, uh, it'll do. But oh, those are weirdly tall. I know, right? Because they're like proportioned like human dolls. But then it's like a creepy Mickey head. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Me neither. Oh, they had Lincoln's head. You know, Lincoln from Abraham Lincoln, like not his actual head, but like the. No, I was assuming not his actual head. The one from like the Hall of Presidents or what? No, the they had animatronic of like the original one of not from the Hall of Presidents, but from um, the World Showcase when Walt did the. Lincoln's speech and he had him all dressed up and it was Lincoln but yeah they have like the original head that was cool and they have like all the books you know how in the beginning of Snow White there's a book in the beginning of Cinderella and uh, Sleeping Beauty there's a book they had all the books there hmm. and they had um, at Disney um, on Main Street they have like the little windows where they have like different characters like the different setups and they had a couple of those there. Like they had one with the evil queen. I think there were other ones, but I couldn't remember, but it was really cool. Like I am a Disney junkie with, you know, history and just different park things. And, you know, they had costumes and that was really cool to see. It was a fun experience. I love museums. Like I could stay in a museum all day. Like I remember when we went to, uh, Washington DC as a family we went on this like three week long road trip 
when I was uh, 17. And we went all over. We went, we started off in California. We went to Texas. We went to New Orleans. We went to Disney. That was my first time at Disney. Then we went to Washington, D.C. And I was, I was like a kid in the candy store in all of those museums. Like, my parents like literally had to drag me out of like some of them because they're like, we've been here for two hours. We need to leave. And I'm like, I still haven't read everything. But. <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait till it's safe to do those kind of things again and to go on, you know, vacations and trips because it's like I want to travel. I want to do all these things. Like I loved going to the Grand Canyon. I love being outdoors. You know, I'm way more active now than I've ever been in my life and I I want to do something about it, you know? So it, Right, of course. <sighs> but again, I'm not Gina Carano and I totally respect the decisions of everyone to close everything down and that, you know, we need to be safe and we need to you know, kick this virus's ass by just not doing a lot of the things that we used to. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, no Deadwood this week. We'll get back to that next week after you've seen it. Um, anything else going on that we need to talk about? No, I just, I, I think that we all should be kind to each other, kind, and we should respect each other, respect each other's decisions, respect each other's pronouns, and just be good humans because that's been something I've been seeing lately that hasn't been happening yeah it's it's been it's like it's pretty easy to get down about but Mm -hmm. i mean what we can do is you know make sure we're doing the right thing and make sure and we're calling people out when we see them doing the wrong thing of course like and that includes like calling out calling out your friends and stuff so of course But uh, let's see. Um, Brittany, where can people find you on social media? Um, well, you could find me on Instagram as Brittany the Ginger. What about you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at EF Lind. I also do a podcast called The Pop Culture Hour that you can find on podcast form or YouTube. Just look for a Pop Culture Hour. And I do a Vin Diesel podcast called The Fan and the Furious um other than that uh follow us cantabite pod on twitter and instagram cantabitepod at gmail.com if you have questions you want to send us or like comments or you want to send us ideas for fuck mary kill topics anything like that um other than that i guess we will talk to you guys next week bye bye Ghetto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, cause this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a ghetto bitch. Brittany the Jinch and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, ghetto bitch number one. All my girls at... Bitch. All my girls at...
can't quit. How do you become a bitch like me? Podcast, you gotta download CBD. Send emails, just listen and chill. Give them some names to fuck, Mary kill. Ask them a question or send a top three. Mine is Lindo, Brittany, and me. They want a bang and a refresher. Asajj, Ventress, and Kylo Ren, yo. We'll have Tarkin and, of course, Mendo. Send a shout to the Porgs and to Rustin Brown. And Emily's dad straight putting it down. Every week, my girls be getting it done. I should know I've been down since day one.